What is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast and I'm your host Austin Chan and today let's go over the single most important piece of fitness advice I have for women and obviously speaking about this I am not a woman I'm not speaking for them by any means but this is just something that I have come to the conclusion of after working with many women over the years of my coaching and training career. So without further ado Let's talk about what that single piece of fitness advice is. And if you follow me on Instagram, I believe you already know I I made a post about this. But just for the sake of going into more detail and talking more about this, I'm going to discuss it on the podcast here. And what I found through the um, the analytics, I believe they're called, or the yeah, the analytics or the demographics or something like that of my social media platforms is that the majority of my followers are women. So I felt that it was a good idea to kind of talk about this. So you might be wondering what it is. So I'm just going to cut the chase. I'm not going to be around the bush. That's not the type of person I am. If you know, if you follow my content, if you know anything about me is that I'm very straightforward, no bullshit uh, fitness advice. I just deliver it. I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't beat around the bush. So let me put the most important piece of fitness advice I have for women is that you need to intentionally start eating more, gaining weight, and strength training. And I know this sounds crazy to you. Wherever you are in your fitness journey, I'm assuming you are in kind of the beginning stages or yeah, you're just not all that experienced. You're just starting out on your fitness journey. I know this sounds like something that you shouldn't do and like your knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, I should not gain weight. I should not be eating more. I know this sounds like totally the other way of what you were conditioned to think, but promise me, you need to eat more. You need to start, yeah, you need to start eating more and intentionally focus on gaining weight and strength training. And the reason why for this is because when you start to eat more, you're gonna fuel your body properly. You're gonna start to get stronger because you're also strength training and granted that you're progressive overloading. Then And at the same time, you start to drop that fear of being bulky because as you start to gain a significant amount of muscle, you'll, you'll start looking more toned and that will just keep kind of motivating you to go down that road of lifting heavier and working harder to build more muscle. And then you'll realize that you're not going to look bulky because as you build more muscle, you're literally going to look leaner and more toned. And this is how you actually achieve that look of looking and feeling better. I promise you, if you start doing this, you will start to get close to your goals. And how you you go about this is the first thing, focus on eating at maintenance or a small surplus. And what I mean by this, obviously, when I say to eat more, some people are gonna be like, oh, what you're telling me is that I should be eating thousands of calories over my maintenance and getting really fat. No, obviously not. Just as the same process of fat loss, you should be increasing your calories slowly so that you are in a small surplus. Contrary to what a lot of people say, you don't need to be in a huge surplus and quote bulking to gain a lot of muscle. In fact, muscle only builds so fast. So when you eat a crap ton of calories, you actually just spill over and add on more body fat, which is actually what makes you bulky. Like people think muscle makes you bulky. No, it's muscle with the combination of a lot of fat that makes you bulky because if you have lower levels of body fat 
while having a lot of muscle on your frame, you're actually not going to look bulky. You're going to look shapely. You're going to look toned. You're going to look defined. And that's the thing that I think people don't realize or miss out on the most. I mean, and this goes for both girls, girls and guys. Like dudes who just look like bears because they just have too much body fat, even though they do have a lot of muscle, they don't look shapely. They don't look defined. They don't look lean because they have a ton of fat that's covering that muscle and not letting the muscle show its shape. And the second thing you'd have to focus on that, uh, yeah, that's a part of this piece of fitness advice is you have to be strength training with the intent of getting stronger. And I cannot tell you how many people I see at the gym who just go in there and granted they are following a strength training program. That is awesome. That is a good start. But you have to be in there with the intent of getting stronger and pushing yourself really hard. And this is something I really want to drive home because 90, yeah, so many people, and this is not just women again, like, but the majority of the times I see it's women who do this, that they, they simply just don't train hard enough. Like I see them in the gym, they're pushing, yeah, they're, they're doing some exercise and they're training way far away from failure. Like I look at, they, they probably have at least five to 10 more reps in the tank of doing a certain exercise. And you have to realize that the thing that drives muscle growth is not just going in there and doing strength training. I mean, obviously, when you first start out, anything will help you build muscle because any anything that you, t- yeah, literally touching a weight for the first time is stimulus for your body because it hasn't lifted any single weight before. So obviously, when you first start out, you'll be like, okay, I'm noticing a little bit of change. But after a certain point, after maybe a few months of doing that, you're going to notice your progress start to stall out. And this is because you're not pushing yourself hard enough. You're not doing that progressive overload or training near failure. And what I mean by this when I say near failure, so failure is literally training until the point where you're like, okay, I cannot do another rep with good form. That's like complete failure. So training close to that so you want to get cl- so you want to get closer to the point where like the last one or two reps it feel very tough like if someone had a gun pointed to your head and said how many more reps could you do or else i will shoot you you sh- your answer should be one to two more like truly one to two more like if you had to push yourself all out one to two more and you have to be focusing on this Obviously now first when you start out you want to be you don't want to be pushing yourself too hard but as you get used to working out in the gym as you get less and less sore from working out you have to push yourself closer and closer to failure if you want to see those strength and muscle gains and this is what ultimately will drive that muscle growth and just honestly just train harder like one of my favorite uh YouTubers Greg Doucette, his slogan is train harder than last time and truly that's like the that is the slogan to life. I mean, it's not just training harder than last time. It's just do everything in your life harder than last time and you will see growth in the area. And the, also another thing I want to note is that this will be uncomfortable. You're going to be at the gym. You're going to push yourself and it's not going to be easy. You're going to, it's the last, those last few reps that feel very hard. They're going to suck. They're going to feel like your muscles are burning you're going to feel like you have to focus extra hard to push those reps out. But I promise you, if you want to see the growth and change that you're looking after, you have to be training hard. You have to be pushing yourself to that point of uh, of being uncomfortable. And this is a very 
good quote. I think I was talking to one of my clients the, like last week, and we really talked about how people are just too comfortable. Like, yeah, most people that we interact with are just too comfortable in their lives. And he brought up a really good quote. It was something along the lines of, um, growth never happens with comfort and comfort never happens in growth. It's something along the lines of that. It, it was a very good quote. But basically the gist of it is that if you stay in your comfort zone, that's you're not going to find growth there. And at the same time, if you if you only if you if you're solely focused on growth, then you won't be comfortable. You have to be you have to get you yeah, basically you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable if you want to keep growing and changing your your body, your mind, your life for the better. And that this statement simply holds true to everything in life. Like think about the last time you like grew or got better or changed as a person. You you had to endure something that was uncomfortable, different, and something that had to push you to do better. And fitness is just simply one of those areas that you have to push yourself and be uncomfortable in if you want to see more change or increase the like the changes in your life. And so yeah, hopefully that was a little bit motivational. I got off on a little bit of a tangent there. But yeah. So another thing is that helps build muscle. And so when people think about building muscle, they only think about, oh, I'm just going to get big muscles. And it's like, but they also forget that the, here are a few points I'm going to discuss that has to do with building muscle. And these are some of the benefits as well. It's not just about getting big or getting strong. But building muscle actually improves your body composition because you're increasing your lean body mass. And so when we look at body mass as a whole, or just, yeah, just your body weight as a whole, it's consisted of many things. Obviously, there's like water, there's bones, there's muscles, there's fat. There's a ton of things in your body. And so when we look about look at lean body mass, lean body mass is basically everything that's not fat. So let's say you're like 20% fat. So 80% of your weight would be lean considered lean body mass. And so when you increase your muscle mass by building more muscle, you actually increase your lean body mass and then you're even though your body fat percentage stays yeah let's say you don't diet or you don't lose fat at all you keep your body fat the same as you increase that lean body mass you add more mass to your body but none of that is fat so in a way you're actually reducing your body fat percentage by just simply increasing the amount of muscle you have in your body and again you don't have to lose any fat during this process you can simply maintain your body fat levels and increase just your muscle mass. And this is how people can actually look leaner, like eating at maintenance or staying at the same body weight. Like people don't realize like, oh, uh, I I have so much fat in my body. I just want to lose fat. But then you're, you're kind of handicapping yourself in a way because being in a deficit hinders your ability to build muscle. I mean, although it is possible, it is not optimal if you want to solely focus on building muscle if you want to build the most amount of muscle, which I highly recommend that anyone who's just starting out to do, because these are your prime years. These are what is called newbie gains. So when you're like a newbie in the gym, like you will literally put on like so much muscle just doing anything. And so you definitely want to maximize this period because it's not going to get easier from there. I can tell you like after having trained for 
six plus years now like i it, i'm even like lucky to maybe put on like one pound of muscle like per like six months or even a year like muscle growth for me is just so slow now so it it only yeah it only slows down from there so definitely take advantage of the first three years of lifting like try to maximize muscle growth as much as you can do not be handicapping yourself by trying to like constantly diet but although you can still put on a significant amount of muscle while dieting if you have a significant amount of body fat to lose but i find that a lot of people who get concerned with dieting who ask me these like these related questions i i look at their profile pictures i look at yeah i just check out their profiles because when they ask me these questions and i look at their they actually don't have that much body fat on them and so i think they can definitely get where they want to go just by simply building more muscle and again like the thing i said about reducing the body fat percentage just by simply increasing your muscle mass because your body fat percentage is less now you actually look more toned and defined without having to lose a single pound of fat and that's a huge game changer like people realize don't realize that you don't have to lose fat if you want to look leaner if you're already relatively lean you can put on a significant amount of muscle and look drastically leaner without having to lose a single pound of fat and lastly of course you can get really strong this helps you build confidence helps you build um self-esteem because nothing nothing beats the feeling of like walking up to a weight that you've wanted to lift and then setting a pr on that like nothing beats that feeling in the world so and when you build that confidence it's not only helps you build your body but it also helps you build your mind and i think this is why a lot of us get into fitness in the first place like most of us simply just want to look better and feel better and so obviously looking better can contribute to that confidence but i feel like most of what building self-confidence has to do doesn't even have much like with looking better it's simply feeling better about yourself on the inside and i feel like this a lot of this can be accomplished with strength training just building the the confidence to even step foot in gym i know for some people this can be very intimidating i know for me when i first started out just not knowing what to do all these intimidating machines and weights and all these yeah all this equipment but yeah even just simply building the yeah slowly building the confidence to get into the gym slowly find out how to use every single machine and slowly start to build your workouts and then once you kind of find that groove get that routine going then you start crushing the weight then you start setting prs then you start getting stronger then you start seeing change in your body that is what ultimately builds confidence not not because you have a six pack not because of of you getting like a certain body fat levels or getting down to a certain weight but the action of lifting that weight getting stronger and improving yourself over time that is what is ultimately going to give you the confidence that you've been looking for all this time and i promise you that it has nothing to do with looks i mean i wouldn't say nothing but i mean it has something to do with looks but most of what you're the confidence that you're looking for is going to be accomplished by lifting some heavy shit hopefully that was a little bit more motivation to motivational for you i definitely went on a rant with that one i was very passionate about i'm just very passionate about like like getting people to realize their full potential ultimately i think that's what i want for everyone not settling for what you have because 
that, that was me in the past. Like, I thought that, you know, I would never amount to anything. I thought that I could never look like the people I see on social media. Or, I mean, I still don't, but I'm, I'm being the best version of myself. And that's what really counts. But I, I, but all things considered, I think I look pretty good compared to what I used to look like before. In terms of just mindset and mentally, I am in a totally different place. So I love that aspect that the strength training has literally saved my life. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. It has literally given me the self-confidence, the boost and self-esteem. Just, it has given me so much more than just you know, lifting, lifting heavy stuff and putting it back down and getting stronger. It has, yeah, it has literally changed my life for the better. And then another thing on why you should start eating more and intentionally gaining weight is that it gets you out of that diet, dieting mentality because let's be honest, no one likes dieting. Dieting sucks. You see all these fitness, fitness influencers glorifying being lean and always being in a deficit and eating such a small number of calories, that is not fun. Like, honestly, no one likes eating less food. No one likes not having, like, your favorite, like, sweets or savory foods or, yeah, your favorite junk foods. Like, no one likes doing that. Even I don't like doing that. Like, I, I will, I mean, honest, I mean, I will maintain, like, a, some semblance of a good diet, but for the most part, I still enjoy myself from time to time. I'm able to enjoy my favorite foods without any guilt or shame or or any feeling that I have to reset by either doing like a ton of cardio or just punishing myself. And I think that should be the ultimate goal. But that being said, if you do want to be in a deficit, just realize you don't have to be restrictive. Just focus on calories. That, that's all that matters. But you should not be in a calorie deficit long term and that should not be the only thing on your mind. Like dieting phases should be, if you're being consistent, should last three months for the average person. Like obviously if you're dieting for like a bodybuilding competition or something, you want to be, yeah, you want to have so many weeks out and you want to plan out everything. I don't have much detail in depth with that. I have never competed in bodybuilding. I don't plan on it. It's just something that I see on social media. But yeah, it definitely helps you get out of that dieting mindset. It gives you a mental break to you can eat more. And rather than just simply focusing on I need to lose fat, I need to lose fat, I need to lose weight, you can start focusing on things like setting strength goals, setting performance goals. And this will ultimately, I think it will have a greater long term effect in keeping you motivated. And uh, what's the word? Motivated and determined to reach your fitness goals because if you're solely focused on a look and a weight then you're not going to get really far you're you're going to you're probably going to get to that look or weight and you're not going to be satisfied with what you see because honestly we as humans we want more like we're never set we're never satisfied with what we have this is why all of us buy stuff that we don't need and yeah that it's just like an endless void this is why we have an economy People just have unwant, unlimited wants and just keep buying more and more and they're never satisfied with what they have. So give yourself a break. Get out of that dying mindset. Focus on putting on some quality muscle and getting damn strong. And if you want to consider dieting later, then that is also another option. But just know that you don't have to be always dieting and that is that should not be the only 
answer that you're seeking. Another point I wanted to cover is that this helps improve your relationship with food. As I said, you, you, you get out of that dieting mindset. You don't simply look at food as a vessel to get to your bodily goals. You can start to see food as what it is. It's simply just food, although it is a source of energy. I also see food as pleasure. Not that I'm using food as like a source of comfort, but you know, it's a vessel to have gatherings with people, to bond and have social events with people. I think that food is, yeah, food like literally makes the world go round. Like all of us have like this connection with food that nothing else really has. Like we've used it both as a means of nutrition and survival, but also as like a cultural, a communal thing where we can all bond and break bread and have a good time over. So yeah, just simply eating more will help you improve that relationship with food because you don't simply look at food with at, like as a source of energy. When you're especially when you're well fed, when you're hungry all the time, all you think about is like I need to eat. I need to eat for energy. I'm starving. I'm ravenous. I'm literally going to eat anything whereas if you are like well fed, especially if you're maintenance and in a slight surplus too, you start to look at food like you actually start to enjoy and appreciate food more because you don't always look at it as a source of energy. You're not always like ravenous and hungry and just searching for literally anything to eat. And then of course, this last thing too, this helps you ramp up your metabolism. As you build more muscle, your body just becomes more metabolically active. And when you have more muscle, you're, you just feel more capable and energetic because you're stronger so you want to do more stuff and you want to move around more and th- yeah this helps you burn more calories indirectly as well because when you feel more energetic when you feel more capable you're going to want to do more stuff rather than just sit around on the couch and be lazy and this definitely helps you burn more calories not that you should be solely focused on that but this is just like a, a like a side effect that that happens and it could very well benefit you just like simply burning more calories because i mean Everyone wants to boost their metabolism. I feel like everyone is after that, but and then they think they they don't know how to do that. And this is exactly how by literally building more muscle, it will help you do that. And so this kind of connects back to one of the previous points I was talking about. So wrapping up your metabolism, this helps you make your next dieting phase less shitty. Like, let's say like right now you want to diet. Your your calorie deficit is probably very low. Like especially for. A lot of the women that uh, that contact me or reach out and they'll say their like estimated calorie deficit is literally like less than 1500 calories. And this is because they simply, their metabolism is, is not very high simply because one, they're not that active. Two, they don't have that much muscle mass on their body, which yeah, contributes to the problem of having a low metabolism. But as you build more muscle, as you become more active, as you just get more energetic and want to do th- do more things, you start to ramp up your metabolism. And as you do that, let's say maybe a couple of years down the line, you've built a pretty significant amount of muscle. And you're like, man, I think I really want to get like really lean. And I just really want to kind of push the limits of my body, see what I can do. And so now maybe your deficit comes out to like 1800 or even like 2000. So like much higher than what you were at before. And so now you can literally enjoy and eat more food while losing fat. So this is one of the 
biggest benefits of simply just building more muscle. And yeah, this is not even just looking at it like from like, this is, I mean, this is looking at it from an energy expenditure perspective. Not that you should only be looking at that from that point of view, but this is one of the biggest benefits. Like people don't realize that muscle literally like rips through like a bunch of calories, like working out, just like sitting around. Muscle is very underrated and it's not just to look big and look good. Like it has so many other benefits in improving your health, improving your metabolism. So last benefit that I wanted to go over is that this definitely helps you improve the relationship with the scale too. Because I know, especially with a lot of women, they have a terrible relationship with the scale. They think that, oh, as long as the number is going down, then I'm making progress. Because I feel like society has just placed so much of a high value on the number on the scale, especially the weight loss industry, you know, things like Weight Watchers and like Slimming World. I can't, I can't name all of the weight loss companies, but a lot of their model relies on like eating a specific set amount of foods and then doing like one weekly like scale weigh in, which is, which is terrible because you're, yeah, because you fall, you stick with that diet all week. And then the only thing you have to look forward to is that one weigh-in on like one day that week. And then literally if it, yeah, if it goes up or down from the last week, that is mainly what determines your success. Like they don't have any other measurements of success and that's the only one. And so this can literally make or break like the following week. Like if you, if it said you gain weight the following week and you just, you probably feel terrible because then you're like, man, I put in all this work and I still, and I feel terrible. I didn't make any progress. I even made reverse progress and did worse than I did. And people, yeah, people don't realize this. Like if you weighed yourself every single day, you'll realize that these fluctuations are totally normal. And this is something I constantly preach over and over again in my content. Like these fluctuations are totally normal. Normalize weighing yourself. It is not the scale's fault. It's literally like normal for your body to just go up and down because a lot of things go on in your body. And sometimes you hold on to more water. Sometimes you let go of more water. That's why the scale drops. But as long as the scale drops over time, that means you're losing fat. But these these day-to-day, these week-to-week fluctuations don't matter all that much. If you play that long game, you then the scale will go down on the long term. And so this and so just simply focusing on gaining weight and building more muscle, like when you're doing the exact opposite of what society has literally pressured you and conditioned you to think, then this will actually improve your relationship with the scale because as you start to gain weight, from the previous points I was talking about, as you start to gain weight, you start to look better and then you realize that the scale does not determine how good you look. It does not determine your self-worth. It does not determine how happy you are. It does not determine your energy levels. And as you gain weight and you start to get all these positive benefits, then you realize that the scale doesn't hold that much power. It should not hold that much power. And it should not determine how you feel day-to-day or week-to-week. And that these scale movements are totally normal. And they're... Like any, they're just a measure of what's going or how much mass is on your body. And you'll realize that it doesn't measure like specifically fat either. You realize that as you intentionally gain more weight and you start looking better and you start gaining more muscle, you realize, oh yeah, this weight is muscle. It's not all fat. The fact that you're, I'm making progress and looking better and increasing in weight 
that means that I'm gaining muscle. So stop fearing the scale. And the scale is literally just a piece of plastic and just focus on doing your thing, eating more, fueling your body properly and gaining muscle. But thank you so much for listening to me rant for the past like half hour or so. Um, Thank you so much. If you're a lady watching this, thank you for listening. Be sure to apply this if any of these feel like, if you feel like any of these apply to you. Gentlemen, if you're listening, encourage more ladies to eat more, build some muscle, lift some heavy ass weight, be their best. Don't always focus on being thin and being light on the scale. Know that you can eat more and you can actually get to your goals if you don't focus on fat loss all the time. But other than that, please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the topic of this episode or if you're joining the podcast in general. They sure do help me receive like feedback knowing that you do enjoy this podcast and you want to listen to more of them. And yeah, if you, it'd be awesome if you leave the written review too on maybe things you specifically enjoyed, things you think I should improve on. But other than that, thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next one.